What's going on, guys? Zach here with the Zach Shanky Podcast. <clears throat> Got some good stuff here for you today. Lots of things happening. Lots of, lots and lots and lots and lots of things happening. Um, wow. I just I've been in I've been in such a state of reflection lately, and one of the things I was reflecting on has been the past. Um. And in your own past, right? Like, think about your own past and think about some challenging situations that you were in. How do you, how do you look at that situation? And that, I think that's a really good question because you could be in a, in a lot of situations in life. You could essentially be like the victim, right? Like, things are out of your control, and this horrible thing happened, and therefore you're the victim. You could also look at it as the fact that you came out on the other side, right? The fact that you're still going. And so you overcame that particular challenge. So you could look at it as, oh my gosh, that was such a hard time in my life. Or you can look at it as, oh my gosh, I made it through that. I can make it through anything. And it, isn't that, it's just a, a frame of mind, you know? Like, you think about... Um, a good example of this is Thomas Edison making the light bulb, right? It took him over a thousand attempts to to finally create this thing we now call electricity, right? And, and make a light turn on without candle, <laughs> right? And over a thousand, and so people are like, "Oh my gosh, dude, how did you keep going after you failed thousands of times? Like, what? How did you keep going?" He said, "I didn't. I didn't fail a thousand times." The light bulb took a thousand steps to get there. So when I reflect on my own journey in business, I mean, there's like so many aspects to the journey, you guys. Like, because there's there's the business side, there's the copywriting side, there's the trading side, there's the sales and sales side, sales and marketing side, and and I think about my journey and where I've been to where I am now and every single point of quote unquote failure was literally a stepping stone to my current skill set and that current skill set by the way I value so I put so much value on it because it's it's not something that many people get to the point of. Um, you know, like, I, I think I watch a lot of Shark Tank, right? I think about those guys and the route that they go through versus the route that I decided to go. My way was way harder. Way harder. And I'm not saying that to be like, woohoo, I picked a hard route, I'm the best. No. I've, I actually view it as I most of the super millionaire people that I have studied have all gone have all gone through what I've been through and you know what they've gone through more so I have more to look forward to right I'm not done I'm not saying I've reached a level of mastery that I can't go further no I'm just saying I'm very grateful for where I am and and it's good to look back and to look at troubling times and instead of being a victim in those particular times, 
you're the victor because you actually came out the other side a stronger person and so and if so so like I think about like um man I'm I'm stuck between the super fast lane and the super slow lane and I'm in the medium lane but like in the super slow lane there's a semi truck that's like just fast enough to be a pain in my keister and the super fast lane is going so fast that I can't get over there either, <laughs> either. I'm stuck ah uh, patience okay <laughs> so I, like okay so for example let me give you an example okay of what I'm trying to talk about um there was a point I'll even start let's start with even just my business journey um there was a point in time I had two business partners. This is before Brian and Travis, okay? I had two different business partners in a different business. Um, at the end of the day, the, the way that the partnership was supposed to work out... Actually, let me, let, me, let me start out by saying most of the time in business, you don't become partners because you're friends. You become partners because the other person has certain skill sets that you might lack. So in the case of me and Brian, for example my current business partner, um, one of the two anyway, um, he brought, he brought this crazy ability to have conversations with very successful people, like millionaire status people. And I remember I was just baffled by like getting on those calls to do the sales stuff and things. And of course he's a great salesman as well, better than myself for sure. Uh, but it was getting those conversations that I found to be, wow, just so impressive and on the flip side what he saw in me was my marketing capabilities my marketing chops in Facebook marketing guys I'll give you an example of what those chops look like I made a system and this was it's a system that we made back in the day called leads on demand and uh, we're actually revamping that by the way so stay tuned <laughs> um, but anyway leads on demand um, we had a guy for example who his first month with us, he spent $1,000 $1, on ads and he, he made $30,000. Three years later, that ad is still killing it for him. He's still making a killing off of it. Three years without touching it. Guys, that is a powerful skill set to have, right? <clears throat> Prosperity movement is not much different other than I have touched the ads a little bit more often because we want to move faster. <laughs> so anyway, so um, that's what Brian saw me. So when you partner with somebody, you partner because they have a skill set that you see benefit, you see benefits from, beneficial things from. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. And so when I partnered with my first two business partners, one of them, Lo and behold, he brought these high-caliber conversations to the to the field, and he was good at sales. He was basically like like my partner Brian now. Oh, and by the way, Brian and I both brought on Travis because he brought a whole new a whole new level to the sales team. And not only that, but later we found out he brought a whole new level to every aspect of the business. Travis is like an insanely amazing. Uh, uh, just an amazing business partner and friend. I couldn't have asked for a better one. So anyway, back to my old business partner. So one of them brought these conversations and a level, a skill set level of, of sales. 
what I was bringing to the table is my, my copywriting skill at the time. That was my highlight. And what the other guy, the third guy brought to the table was his design skills. So he can make these funnels and make it all work. Um, and so I was basically in charge of copy and the tech side of it. And this was how the partnership started. How it ended, however, was very, very different. How it ended was I'm on every sales call, okay, which is I don't mind if I don't have to do all the other responsibilities, right? You, you just can't be split so many ways. So anyway, so I, I was on every single sales call and we did well there. Um, and then I was doing the copywriting. That's the ad, the email campaigns, the follow-up campaigns, our own ads and campaigns for that business uh, because we were running ads to get traffic too. And then um, all of a sudden the designer guy, not all of a sudden, the entire time the designer guy always, 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 always had to get me on a Zoom call to design a page with him and time and time again I'm like can you just make a design and then I'll give you feedback on it like that's more effective right so then I could be working on stuff he makes a preliminary design sends it over and says hey what do you think of this and I would say hey you know what it all looks great there was one thing I would tweak was this I don't know what do you think about that suggestion and then oh it sounds like a good suggestion I'll make the tweak boom done and it, and it cost me five minutes instead of hours upon hours of sitting on a zoom call watching him tweak like millimeters of movement on a picture you know like oh my gosh and so it was a year and a half of me fighting fighting i was making loom videos for them how here's how to do this or here's what i think about that and like um just trying to trying to get things off my plate and at the end of the day after a year and a half i couldn't do it couldn't do it anymore i was burned out i was suffering from severe depression because of the amount of overwhelm because the amount that that has affected my that affected my family and and relationships was a huge impact and not in a good way obviously um and so all of that's happening and uh, so I decided to to leave the business I had to it was it like for my own literal mental health and I pushed that thing as hard and as long as I could, but I had to leave. You know, it's interesting. When my current business partners, if any of the three of us say, hey, listen, I need a mental break. I need a mental break. I'm taking this day off. Any three of us do that, the other ones are fully supportive. Hey, man, we'll make it work. These guys, I told them, listen, I've, I've done all these things. I've tried all these things. I can't do this anymore. I'm out. And uh, I'm selling my shares. And then, by the way, I'm, I'm going to be out on Monday. I told him this on, on a Friday. So I said, this weekend, I'm going to finish every project that we currently have. So I wasn't leaving them high and dry, guys. I finished every project that they had on the docket. I spent the entire weekend that weekend, 12-hour days on Saturday and Sunday, just to get it all done. And so I did, and then left them. And their response was not that of, dude, you know, I'm sorry. I hope you feel better. Blah blah blah. No, it was more like f you. You know, it was not a it was not a pretty ending to the relationship, um, which which is sad because I did consider them friends. Um, now in that situation, now you know the situation. Am I a victim? I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. No. Were there elements in the situation that were outside of my control? Yes. 
absolutely there was. That doesn't make you a victim, right? So the way I look at it, and this is where you can reflect on the past, there's two ways I could really look at this thing, right? One way is I could be like, oh my gosh, all business partners suck. All they do is make, <laughs> and this is totally, by the way, not true at all whatsoever. Okay, this is, this is hypothetically the wrong way to look at it, okay? All business partners suck. All they do is make me do all the work because I'm so dang good. And uh, I'm never going to have another business partner again because what the crap, I can't deal with that kind of stress again. That's, that's one way I could kind of look at it is like all business partners act in that way. And uh, that's just not fair to anybody, right? I didn't have that perspective. On the flip side, the, the perspective I had was, hey, you know what? This didn't work out. It didn't work out. There were, there were things outside of my control and I did everything within my control and within my own power to make some changes, to make some changes to where life could be bearable for me. And those changes never happened. They never were implemented. They were never even really truly listened to. And so it had to end, right? I was the victim. I was actively making a choice, a decision, actively making a decision based on the circumstance that was very difficult to make. That was not an easy one to make, but I very much do not regret it whatsoever. My current business partnership is amazing. It's not without its hitches. Me, Brian, and Travis, we argue, guys. Just the other day, I, I don't know what it was, man. I was like frustrated and I kind of took it out on Travis and I felt really bad about it the next day. And the next day I sent him a million apologies. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, it happens. I mean, you spend enough time with somebody, naturally you're going to have some hiccups, some bumps in the road, right? Anyway, my point is, look at something in the past that you might be able to claim victimhood in and then decide what to do about it, right? Decide how to perceive that situation in a healthier way, in a way that actually benefits you and helps you. Because every situation has a beneficial side. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what can you learn from it? Everything is there. Listen, look, guys, nothing happens to you. Not a single thing in life happens to you. Every single situation and person, it happens for you. Everything is there for you to learn. And remember, no extremes, okay? So an extreme learning, quote-unquote learning, in my situation with the old partnership could have been, nope, all business partners suck. That's extreme, guys. No extreme solutions. It's just not smart. Let's take some little steps back. Not giant leaps back. Like, take little baby steps back. And let's look at it from a very, uh, let's say, analytical standpoint, right? Um, so no extremes. What can you learn from each situation? Okay, it, it would be like, it would be like, I went through a divorce. Okay, that's, a, that's actually a really good one. Holy smokes. Let's talk about my divorce a little bit. Um, this is a, a perfect example of, of a situation where I could claim victimhood, okay? Because I did not start the divorce. Um, I was not the one that had the idea that it was a good idea to have a divorce. That was not me. <laughs> that was my ex-wife. <laughs> and uh, 
I'll tell you what, my immediate response, knee-jerk response when she told me she wanted a divorce was that of extraordinary rage. I was so mad. And if any of you know me, you know I don't really get mad. Like, I don't raise my voice to my kids. Like, almost at all. I think maybe a handful of times throughout their lives. Very rare occurrence do I raise my voice at anybody, okay? Um, and so, but but this feeling of rage just, whoa, it was like massive. Now, I didn't go and hit anybody. I didn't throw anything, although I almost did. I almost threw my computer. No joke. I was so mad. I almost did, but thankfully, my brain was like, dude, that's a... <laughs> That's an expensive computer. Don't don't throw your computer. And I didn't. And I had restraint. I did in a healthy way later, after cooling down a little bit, health in a healthy way, I went I went out to my garage where I had a punching bag and I did let loose on that sucker for a little while. And that's healthy. That's totally that's totally a good way to get rid of that kind of stuff. But anyway, so because she initialized the divorce, I could claim victimhood here. Like, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm victim of a divorce. I, uh, you know, and, and I could go in extreme. Like, even if I'm thinking about, okay, what, what can I learn from this? Oh, I've learned that all women suck and they're all manipulative jerk faces. No, like that's an extreme outlook. Why, why go, why do people do that? I mean, so many people do that kind of thing. They just go extreme. And I know for me, there was a point in time that my brain did go there, but it didn't stay there right? You can't control the spontaneous thoughts that come into your brain. You can control how much you play with those thoughts, right? And so I have, I have plenty of thoughts of like, (laughs) all women are manipulative. Um, (laughs) all women only care about is money. Like, like these are legit thoughts that cross my mind throughout that process. Right. But I didn't play with them. I said, no, no, no. There's, there's so much more to it. And also, I'm, I'm basing this off of one woman. You know, like, that's, that's not fair. That's extreme. And extremes are not good. Okay. So, um, <laughs> anyway. So, the, the way that I look, I actually perceive my divorce. Is I look at it from a standpoint of what responsibility did I have in the ending of my marriage? And I'll tell you what, there's quite a bit of responsibility on my side. Now, there's a lot of responsibility on her side too, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of the nature of a divorce most of the time, is it's kind of a, you know, dual responsibility situation. In this case, I learned a lot. And, and you know what? I didn't even know what I didn't know. Just getting the divorce and then deciding to get back into dating later, I decided I needed to study up And like actually, and I know guys, you're going to laugh at this and actually try to understand women. Now I know guys, we kind of have a joke, a constant, consistent joke among ourselves that it's absolutely impossible to understand women. And I get that, (laughs) but I wanted some idea, just something, some little compass of guidance to help me navigate being with a woman in a healthy relationship because obviously based on my my marriage my ex-marriage 
obviously um, wasn't so healthy. Something was was not correct. And yeah, after doing some studying, doing a ton of reading, I spent months, guys, of book upon book upon book upon podcast upon interview upon more books, all just talking about like women's psychology and dating and and dating from a man's perspective, dating from a woman's perspective, like tons of books, religious books. You know, what does the Bible say about dating and about the different sexes? And oh my gosh, months of this to the point where I even created a relate, a romantic relationship tracker. Okay. Because the romance part, I'm definitely not the greatest at. I'm, I'm definitely more of a, I'm just a very straightforward kind of guy. Okay. So romance isn't really like a, a thing I'm strong at. Okay. And so, um, so anyway, I look at the divorce as what am I responsible? What, what was, what was I responsible for in the ending and the termination of that marriage so that I don't make the same mistakes again? Now, granted, I'm always going to make mistakes. I am a human being, right? There's no beating around the bush there. I'm going to keep making mistakes, but I can do better. And that's what I focused on. And I'm very grateful with the results, guys very grateful. I dated a few, um, a few women over the course of several months. Um, you know, none of it was exclusive and, and mutual. That was mutual, non-exclusivity, whatever you call that. Like it was just kind of like one date here, one date there on occasion, a second date, but no, it wasn't great. And then when I started like actually learning this stuff, all of a sudden, I had a really awesome person, and then it ended up not working out, right? Because we just didn't see eye to eye on several issues, and so we ended up terminating that relationship. It was never, it was never really a girlfriend thing, though. Like it was still like just dating, right? It just never, it never um, manifested into an actual official girlfriend boyfriend situation. And then eventually, a couple more dates here and there, but eventually. I found uh, my current girlfriend and applying everything that I had learned, everything that I had learned that I, I had done wrong in my, in my ex marriage, right? Like, and and it, it has helped so much. You guys, it has helped so much for me to have like an actual good relationship because of getting rid of certain things that I was doing that were not helping (laughs) the relationship side. Anyway, whatever. My point here, 20 minutes later, is the same, okay? My point is, look at these past things, these situations where you could claim to be a victim, right? My business partners didn't do anything. I was doing all the work. My ex-wife, she started the divorce. I wanted to keep working on the marriage, okay? That's, That's all victim mentality. Stop it. Instead, look at where could I hold some responsibility in these situations and what can I learn from them? Because everything happens for me. Everything happens for me. So this happened for a reason. My job is to figure out what is that reason. Cool. I hope that all makes sense, you guys. I hope it helps you. I hope it really legitimately helps you out. Have a great, great day. I'm so happy that you're here listening in. Um, happy to do these podcasts and share any kind of 
light and knowledge that I have to share. Uh, it's, it's it helps me, guys. Like I hope I sincerely hope and pray it helps you. But to tell you the truth, I do it for me. <laughs> Mostly because I know it I know it helps me to kind of map out these thoughts and these things in my mind by saying them out loud. And in the process, if I can help even one person, I'm super thrilled with that. And so thank you for listening. Really appreciate you all. Love y'all. Talk to you later.